Namaste. You're listening to a catalyst for your moments of mindfulness today. Hello and welcome back to my podcast. In every mini-sode, I discuss everyday mindfulness topics and practices and reconnect you with your breath with a guided meditation at the end of every segment. So, thank you for being here with me today. And if you're new here, welcome. I look forward to guiding you closer to your heart center in this mini-sode. I invite you to hit that subscribe or follow button on the app you're using to listen to this podcast right now, because this is the best way to stay tuned and stay updated each time I release minisodes on Thursday and Sunday at 11, 11 a.m. So hit that button so you'll always be subscribed to your moments of mindfulness for the day. 2023 was my year for love. And in this podcast segment, I'll be sharing with you exactly what that meant for me and how I went about deciding or intuitively knowing that this would be my year for love. This is the year for love. Play softer in the background. For all my Soka lovers, you know exactly the tune that I'm talking about. So big up to all my Caribbean people and my Soka lovers because you don't have to be Caribbean to love Soka. You just got to have good taste in music. (laughs) So each year for the past few years, I set a one word intention and I began to really love this practice and the entire idea of setting a one word intention because I find that it's so much more realistic, heartfelt and effective than setting New Year's resolutions. Honestly, I was never a fan of New Year's resolutions. I feel like it was just something that I did throughout the years because everybody was doing it. It was what we were taught in school. It was what we were taught by society that we had to have something to resolve. I mean, I'm of the belief that as human beings, we are always works in progress. But I mean, not every time do we have to pick at ourselves and resolve something. Sometimes we just want to embody something or plant something or improve upon something. We're not always problems that we need to solve. (laughs) And so when I began to shift away from this idea, there was a period where I just didn't set New Year's resolutions at all. I just kind of set intentions. This is what I intend to achieve this year, to call into my life this year, to reap and sow this year. And then that transformed into a one word intention. Over the past few years, before I started my podcast, I'd often ask my community through Instagram, what is your one word intention for this year? And then when I launched my podcast and rebranded it last year, I did my first mini-sode on meditating and setting our one word intention and also reflecting upon my one word intention from the year before. So that is something I will continue annually. And so tune in to my next mini-sode coming next weekend on December 31st to meditate with me and set our one word intention for 2024. And so now to start my reflection on 2023, I'll take you back to where it all began and where I set the one word intention for this year. And it happened to be just around this time before the end of the year of 2022 that I was in meditation and meditating with the intention to come up with my one word intention for the next year. And so what came through to me instinctively, immediately, and in that quiet, very fleeting moment of stillness was the word love. And this, of course, when it comes through in a meditative state, that is your higher self speaking to you. This is the intention that my 
highest self, that the universe, that source, God, creation, whatever you call it, this is the message that was passed through to me because this is what we connect to when we enter a meditative state. Anytime we meditate and we are constantly thinking and we convince ourselves from a logical level with our minds about what the insight should be, that is not our higher self coming through. That is us meditating from ego and wanting to control what is being said. And so when we enter this place of surrender, which I will take you to next week and enter this place of stillness, we hear the true calling. And so when I set this intention, when I left my meditation that day, I really thought this word came through to me because it was going to be my year's mission to spread love and share love. Like I really wanted everyone around me to feel the genuine love for life that I have. And I thought about our position in the world right now. And I said, yeah, this makes sense because love is really what we all need right now. And I had just finished the launching the rebrand of my podcast around this time last year, last November is when I rebranded and announced it and started a new Instagram page and all these things. And so I thought, yeah, this makes sense. Through my podcast, I will share love. This will be my intention for the year. And while all that is true, and I really hope that as a regular listener to my podcast or any which segment you tune in, even if this is your first segment, I really do hope you feel that love and not only for life, but also for yourself. This is my intention when I guide you to your heart center and guide you through meditation to connect back with your breath and that stillness that exists within you. I do hope that you feel love. And I hope in a way that that has come through stronger this year. But there's a reason it would have came through stronger. And this was the reason that I was so unprepared for late last year, which is that the love that I was intended to experience this year was for myself. This year took me on such a deep unraveling of conditioning and of childhood wounds that took me back to a place of pure, infinite love for myself. And when I look at myself and I think back to my life, I couldn't imagine that I didn't have love for myself. But everything that I was experiencing was externally focused. I showed love. I show love. However, I did not love myself back in return. And this might be hard for some to understand, or maybe you've experienced this and have confronted this on your own, or maybe you're you're sitting on the other side of the recording right now and you're thinking, yeah, there are parts of myself that I don't love. There are parts of myself that I wish to love. And it is such a deep remembrance when we allow ourselves to love ourselves, love every bit of ourselves. This journey this year took me to the darkest depths of my soul. And if you've been tuning in with me, especially in the season three of my podcast from episode 100 onwards, I talk about this unraveling and how I've confronted childhood wounds and healed father and mother wounds and really reached the darkest depths of myself, all the things that I've suppressed. And Love to me, especially self-love, is taking those parts of yourself that you've shamed, you've suppressed, you've pushed to the side and loving them because that's all that they want. They want to be acknowledged and they want to be loved. And at the end of the day, even if it's the icky sides of you, the parts of yourself that you don't like when you're annoying, you have your tantrums, this, that, whatever it is, it's all you. So the more we scorn these parts of ourselves, the more we abandon ourselves. 
And I realized that that's what I was doing. There was this facade that I wanted to show to the world when I showed love that wasn't my full self because behind me was all this darkness. And this is not to say that I've ignored the darkness my whole life. I mean, my podcast came to life because of this darkness. There was darkness within me that I had explored and realized, wow, I have a lot to say. And that's what led me to starting my podcast. And so I'm very grateful that two years into this journey, a little bit over two years now, I'm able to sit in front of the microphone and talk about how I fully love myself now. And podcasting has played a huge role in that because it's a way for me to express that truth. And I'm so grateful that as these minisodes have gotten more deeper and more raw and authentic this season, that a lot of you relate as well, too. And so this is all part of my journey this year in being the year for love. In me diving deep and sharing in the way that I do and in loving myself. And I'm, guide, I'm guiding you home to do the same. There are so many listeners that have reached out to me saying, wow, thank you so much for saying that because I never thought about it that way. Or thank you for inspiring me to dig deeper into my own spiritual journey. And that's what it's all about. Like if you're listening to this, chances are that you are on your journey to living a more mindful life. And so everyone that you meet and every experience that you engage in is a mirror back to you. It's showing you exactly what you need to see in that moment. It might not be what you want to see, but it is what you need to see. And that's pretty much how it felt when my one word intention was love. I had it envisioned in my mind one a certain way, one dimensionally maybe. And as the year unfolded, I realized, wow, this is so much deeper than I thought. And so in coming back to myself and loving myself this year, I had to let go of so much that was out of alignment with myself, my true self, the side that I was, the self that I was learning to love in these moments. And so I saw myself distancing myself from certain activities, from certain people, from certain environments. I saw myself healing relationships all around, whether with people or also, for example, something like my relationship with food to treat my body and my mind with more love. So I realized that nutrition is energy. And so my relationship with movement also changed where I relieved the pressure from myself to constantly overexert myself, but rather listen to my body and honor what my body needs in different phases of my cycle as a woman what do I really need right now? And overall, just being mindful of what I consume on all levels, mentally, emotionally, physically, and spiritually. Healing my digestion in that way so that I can digest everything that I consume. Traveling in a way that fulfilled me. Engaging with people in new, deeper ways because I was engaging with myself in new, deeper ways. And so this year has transcended all borders, all boundaries, all preconceived limitations that I had placed on myself because it was a year of love. I also came to terms that with these intentions that they were ever growing and ever evolving. This was my year for love, but that doesn't mean that love will cease to exist next year. No. Again, the word love came to me through my higher self during my meditation. And so that was what was important for me for this year. So experiencing love in all the ways that I did was important for me to move forward and see what's in store for next year. So love and what I've learned this year will always carry with me. 
this progress that I've made will never be erased. It's everlasting. And that's how it is when time flows along, when our intentions change, when we grow, evolve, because that's the point of life. Change is inevitable. And we carry these experiences through with us all the way through. And so I hope this mini-sode inspires you to reflect with an open mind on your year. Not everything that you experienced might make sense immediately or even in the near future, but when we look back, we'll be grateful for it and things would make sense then. For example, you can probably look back at maybe two, three years ago, things that you were previously confused about and you're like, oh, okay, I see why that had to happen that way because it brought me to X, Y, Z. And this practice of gratitude will always keep us in that frequency of abundance. I talk about this a lot in the podcast because when we are grateful for what we have, we invite more into our lives. Invite this period of reflection with open arms. Again, I invite you to tune in with me next weekend on our next segment to set your one word intention for the new year. And in staying in this energy of creation and looking ahead to the new calendar year, if you live within the greater Toronto area, I invite you to come out and celebrate the new year with us by making vision boards at my second annual Vision Board Connects taking place in the second weekend of January. I will leave the event link on Eventbrite in the show notes so that you can sign up and join us to revel in this energy of new beginnings, of inspiration, of creation with a like-minded community. Last year's event was a huge success with a lovely sponsor who brought us delicious aligning food and beverage. And being in a like-minded community who supports the highest version of yourself is so powerful because it lets you know that the possibilities are endless and we all can co-create our realities together. So join us in this energy by registering at the Eventbrite link in the show notes below. I invite you now to take a few moments of mindfulness with me by tuning in to your body. And we do so by tuning in to our breath. Deeply inhale through the nose. Exhale through the mouth. And as you breathe deeply here, with every breath, feel the warmth and energy and vigor for your own life. Open up your heart with every breath to the possibility and with gratitude for the year that has passed. Know that life is happening for you, not to you. And everything is happening for your greatest good. Invite this energy in your life to be uplifted to your highest purpose. And know that wherever you are in the world and wherever you are headed, you are guided, you are protected, and you have a strong inner knowing. 
that is accessible to you at any time by simply closing your eyes and taking a few deep breaths, just like here, just like right now in this moment. Thank you for tuning in with me today. Namaste. If you enjoyed this mini-sode, please leave a 5-star rating on the platform you're using to listen or on my Facebook page at Catalyst by Kaylin. And please continue to share this podcast with those who you believe can benefit from a few moments of mindfulness today. Thank you.